0: Hey, I'm Dwayne.
1: And I'm Jennifer. And
0: together we're doing a podcast, Roots.
1: The Unseen Life.
0: Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and...
1: Produce fruit.
0: We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like that ever that's old school it is old school i loved it. what's the name of our podcast
0: Uh, we are called roots
1: the unseen life
0: yes and uh excited to have this conversation this morning
1: yeah it'll be good
0: the topic convos with god essential or antiquated
1: nice duane
0: thank you um just for sake of um going with the flow we have a dog
1: and we are obsessed with our dog let's no, just be honest you're
0: obsessed with the dog
1: oh and you're not i
0: like the dog okay, you whatever. no you love the dog okay I...
1: so i'm not ashamed to admit i love the dog <laughs>
0: okay but um so instead of, we're just going to go with her the flow so she's in the in the room here in the studio with us and uh We're just going to go with it.
1: So you may hear bark, which I'm going to assume is the Lord using her to say amen.
0: Amen. There we go. (laughs) That works for me.
1: Yeah, whatever comforts us. All the
0: saints come into agreement. We're good. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, let's talk about, we want to talk about the topic of prayer. Right. And uh, it's it's a topic that I think in, in days gone by has brought lots of emotion confusion right so i'd like to bring some clarity
1: ways to express it there's multiple styles and I, i think people can have a concept of prayer that it has to be this very religious structured thing and i know that i always felt like i mainly was failing in my prayer life
0: well um, you probably hey, never Jennifer, get. Jennifer, let's just jump in. Yeah, let's. <laughs> okay. First of all, for those who are watching by video, I do want to bring attention to my T-shirt.
1: Oh, Shroot Farms Bed and Breakfast. Nice. So
0: never been to Shroot Farms, but someday I'm hoping to visit.
1: Yeah, maybe you can stay in the irrigation room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, man. So, um, uh, the the topic of prayer has mm-hmm. been throughout church history. Sure. And it was introduced, you know. In the Old Testament scriptures Uh of, you know, and so the definition and experience of prayer has changed. Uh Um, What radically shifted was Jesus on the earth. Right. And his teaching of prayer. Yeah. And then his modeling of prayer. Yes. And that shifted everything. And then you have the... Oh, go on. Please do not interrupt again. Okay, darling, go. (laughs) Then you have...
1: Just got a nugget.
0: But then you have the disciples observing Uh the life of prayer Uh they've heard the sermon on the mount yes and then their question is teach us to pray right and i believe that those foundations that jesus laid into the hearts of the disciples is what the church's definition and experience of prayer was birthed into
1: right and it's meant to be normative
0: uh uh, yeah absolutely and so that shifted from kind of the old testament um Access to God, You're right to where the cross now the veil was torn. We all have access to God. Uh-huh. So that was a shift, and then the practice, though of walking it out have been ebbed and flowed and grown mm-hmm. and moved throughout now mm-hmm. church history. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think there was so much ground taken with the Desert Fathers.
1: Yeah,
0: um, in their in their experimenting that space of prayer with. Right. with with uh with the lord um you know i'm, I'm just giving a brief history then then we had um, a guy by the name of count zinzendors uh-huh. in the 1700s who um in eastern germany really progressed prayer mm-hmm. and that's where we got the continual prayer mm-hmm. that day and night prayer continuous prayer um Leading us up to when I was born.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Count Zinzendorf, Zinzendorf and then Dwayne Roberts. That's good, honey. Or we... Jennifer Roberts. <laughs> okay, good. <clears throat> um, but what I want to, I just want to add this piece, because this is kind of mind-blowing for me, that Jesus, fully God, fully man, had a prayer life. Absolutely. That That's already like, what? And so it leaves me without excuse and and i i take inspiration from jesus who communed with the father who lived a life of prayer and then told us to pray and showed us how to pray and so the very fact that he valued it and he was god yes is you know what i mean
0: and then even to add to that
1: how could you add to that
0: Okay. Another point would be, uh, which to me is a little bit, which is, is insane is now since the asc- ascension, mm-hmm. the only real, um, Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place. Mm-hmm. And then the only real recorded activity of Jesus, like what is Jesus being doing and now doing between the ascension and and the second coming. Yeah. It's it's he ev- he's lives to to intercede for us. Right. And so I do not think that the body of Christ today in the earth understands actually that the church is governed. The body of Christ, the nations, uh-huh. God governs, leads, releases activity through prayer. Right. Personally and right. corporately.
1: So that gives us such a, a position of privilege before the Lord. Oh,
0: my gosh. It, like, it, you know, what? It, yeah. And it's, you know, I, I don't want to give a teaching here, but <laughs> it, it is. But you
1: sure could, baby. Woo!
0: There's pearls waiting to be poured out. <laughs> but there are, um, how would I say it, uh, places where it is through God speaking to the Father and the Son, and then the Father speaking and the Son speaking We're actually even at the beginning of creation, and it's been released throughout yes. throughout history, um, and so I truly believe that the earth is is governed. There's this prayer in Isaiah. We just had a a, a, a meeting for the for upper room prayer, prayer prayer team a couple nights ago, and and um, it's just a verse that just has changed my life. Yeah, and I I, I don't say that with pastoral exaggeration. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> um, where Isaiah, he prays this amazing prayer in yeah. Isaiah chapter 63. And there's this, there's a, a hint or a, it's exudes, let me say it that way, it's more than just a hint of humility. Yeah, And he approaches God with this aspect of, of uh, repentance. And then in it, he just... God, come like you did at Mount Sinai and shake the nations. Mm-hmm. And in verse 4, no eye, has ear, no, ear hear, no eye has seen, no ear has heard a God who is like you. So he's just, uh, he's fully aware. I am talking to the creator. Yeah. And then he says this phrase, who acts on behalf of those who wait for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And anytime I talk on prayer, I reference this verse. Because yeah. we I fully believe he is sovereign. Absolutely. And I... I'm very aware that I am a man, yeah. you know, and, and so I believe that God can and does do things without my input.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get your permission? No,
0: not ever. But there's this place of invitation into partnership where there's a release where I sit before him. Mm -hmm. I worship, I call on his name individually. So I want to focus on individually. Yeah. And then also corporately, I believe it, it. It applies to both. And then he acts on behalf of those who wait for him. It says mm-hmm. that's insanity. It is. It is. So Isaiah had a revelation of talking with God and understanding that that is a place where change, dramatic change, right. personal change, right. can be can take place. Right.
1: And and this is us today. But I want to I want to rewind a little bit. And
0: well, just, just hold on. Yeah. Do not move on without finishing the point.
1: Oh, sorry, darling.
0: The, the point though, that I, I want us to just grab a hold of mm-hmm. is that God decisions are made. Yes. Impact is made in the place of personal yeah. corporate prayer. And, and
1: we're the, invited to, to partner. Absolutely. Beautiful.
0: And, and I believe that as Jesus, as a man, he understood that and walked that out yeah. just because he was the son, just because he was God walking on the earth. Mm-hmm. It did. He was not devoid mm-hmm. of entering into the father and the son's way of releasing power and give, gaining understanding because right. right. you get Jesus would pray. And then it was, the, he went and chose the disciples. Right. So there's even decision making in the life of Jesus that launched from a life of prayer. Right. So there's all of this that I want to just lay out that I think we have misunderstood and, and not taught correctly on prayer mm-hmm. and it impacted me greatly specifically as a young man. Right. But I just wanna lay that out there that I believe prayer is is God's way personally and corporately, of releasing God's plans. Yeah. Personally and corporately. Right. Now, Jennifer, if you're ready, I'm ready to move on to the next point.
1: Well, the point is the pre-point, to be honest. I I didn't start here in my prayer life.
0: Oh, neither did I. Oh, gosh.
1: Okay, so you're admitting that good. Um, (laughs) I mean, I remember prayer felt like a duty to me. A good good Christian has a prayer life.
0: So why... What was said to you? What was modeled to you that would cause you to think that?
1: Um, Just being told to pray, not why and not who I'm praying to. Okay. It it wasn't... So in
0: the introduction of prayer.
1: There wasn't an understanding of the privilege to approach this God and that he actually listened to me. Mm. If I had understood that, it would have been way more pleasurable for me. Like, oh my gosh, I have an audience with the King of Kings. You know what I mean? Totally. That... He leads the nations. He's the ruler of all, and he invites me in, and he wants to hear my voice. Totally, that's wow. Yes, but it was more like, "This is what you should do. This is what a good believer does." And so ten, I am
0: ten steps to being a, a yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, I was you know raised in a non-Christian family, which we referenced before. So I found all kinds of tips and tricks to help me. You know, I I, I learned this method called um, Acts. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Yep. So that was helpful for me. I And then, of course, as I became more extreme and a little bit religious and zealous, I turned it to Axie because it had to add intercession to that. There you go. Right? Because yeah, I was hardcore. Um, but I, I, I forgot that prayer was to the one that I was in love with. Yes. It was a conversation with the one that I was in love with. Yes. So my my communing with the Lord, I didn't know that was called communing. I just would share my heart.
0: But you so I mean, the thing the difference between you and I is you actually at salvation um desperation. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yes, Like you were driven. Yes. You were motivated yes. by I need to connect with God. Yes. And so you were entering into communing prayer. Yes. On pretty much a regular basis without in your knowing. car. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Without knowing what it was yeah. and knowing that it actually touched God's heart. That that was the easy fun stuff, but that didn't seem like it was the real stuff. Yes. The real stuff gotcha. was okay. get on my knees in my bedroom. Work my way through this list, yeah. work my way through, you know, the adoration, come in, you worship him, you adore him, all that's good. Absolutely. I mean, I think no, these good. No, those great are things. absolutely. And then confession, confess my <clears throat> sin, thanksgiving, you know, thank him that he's cleansed me, da da da, and then supplication, then ask him. Yes. So these three steps before you ask him anything. And I don't think that's bad. I think that's good. But when the, the, I, I, I wasn't engaging my heart connection with the Lord with my prayers. Right. And that made it more difficult. Yeah. That was more of a formula for me as yeah. opposed to a spontaneous overflow of the heart connection with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, being in missions, you know, you, you're supposed to pray, you're a missionary. Right. And so the prayer before an outreach... You know, the totally
0: that approach, that
1: yeah. approach where it was something I checked off my list as opposed to something I got to do. I, I, I get to talk to the Lord uh-huh. like that. That is actually mind blowing the position of privilege we have to come before Him, yes, and, and talk to Him, yes. And I know what it does for me, it, you know, in, in terms of my satisfaction, but the fact that actually God likes it too changes how i approach him
0: and i think um so my my so you were in discipleship you were you were given the vision for prayer yeah but it was not um from the place of life-giving conversation it was more from the place this is what you do
1: yeah but whether it was the way i heard the hey, do this, or uh-huh. what, I doubt it was introduced to me that this is what you have to do. To, you know, gotcha, gotcha. the people around me were good people. Right but through, I heard it through, through the your, lens and of through do, your, do better, jump higher, and
0: it's yeah through you know self righteousness yes. is such an issue at the beginning of our journey. Oh, I was so steeped in it. Yeah. Yes, and it's still an issue, but we won't. That's not to be highlighted <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about your weakness later.
0: <laughs> so for me. Um, as you guys know from our, our testimony, I was raised in the church. Yeah. And so, um, and I was raised in a church at that time that did not have much teaching implementation on a personal life with God. Uh-huh. It was a lot on behavioral-based Christianity. Sure. Um, through, not so much through the platform, but really through culture. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, the culture of the church was behavior, was right. was was the the pinnacle of my that was evidence of evidence uh-huh. of my faith but there wasn't much teaching on producing the behavior uh-huh. and that's what i missed probably most of my growing up right. teenage years i had a hunger for the lord uh, and so Never, I can't even remember ever a teaching I received on prayer, mm-hmm. but it was always known that life of prayer is good. And then a life of prayer, a life in the word, life in the Bible was also necessary, mm-hmm. but I never, I can't remember a time where I was taught on prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but behavioral based Christianity culture produces a weight. Sure. you should be doing this. Yes. But I would never really understood why. Yeah. Yet, I had very much a hunger for God. Yeah. I wanted to touch God. So I basically spent my teenage years and into my adult years really not successful in this area of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then the fruit that is clear in the word of God was not in my life. Right. So the fruit of prayer the evidence of prayer, uh-huh. I was lacking as well. Right, and so it was really, but um, it was really back when, really we transitioned to IHOP. Uh-huh. So um, if you haven't heard our testimony yet, it was um, late twenties, both of us, like twenty nine, basically. We moved to Kansas City to be at the International House of Prayer.
1: No, we we went there to be Bible school students.
0: Okay, stop. I'm just trying to do the overview.
1: Okay. Jeez. Well, I just like accuracy, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> so. 30 how about that we entered into the house of prayer you', oh, are you go okay ahead, with say that what you want. um but it was there but it was even in our in our teaching in the first year where mm-hmm. intimacy with God that message like communion talking with God mm-hmm. became a message that we both grabbed hold of mm-hmm. and you had cultivated that mm-hmm. more than I had yeah I think that was birthed in your early con- in your early conversion,
1: yeah. where it had f- it got finally articulated for me in a way that I went, oh, I've been doing that. That's for That's what you've been, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Totally. Oh, awesome. So it helped.
0: And so, um, you know, my personal journey into it, um, basically. Sorry, I'm a little bit thrown off by my dog here. Um, my personal journey into it really happened when when I grew in my understanding of God and his heart towards me
1: yeah
0: um, you know um, I'm late 20s and then definitely 30 31 32 years old that those lies about God's opinion of me right were challenged were right, broken right were exposed those yeah. lies of of God's thoughts opinions I had been very much in a um, Performance-based, lack of a better term, yeah. relationship with God. Yes, and when without it was, knowing it, without knowing it, um, right. I would, and it was all done in sincerity. Yeah, I wanted to please God. I was working hard for the Lord. When the Lord visited me through, basically, a lot through the teaching of Mike Bickle, but that opening up and exposing in my life, um, His delight, yeah. His love, His yes. pursuit. Um, Him understanding me at every season of my journey, Mm -hmm. that changed me. Yes. And it took hunger from God, hunger for God into, I want to go on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened is prayer became the vehicle.
1: Right. That's good. Isn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so that for me was uh, really, really helpful.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I remember the, am I interrupting you, dear?
0: No, you're not interrupting me, but go ahead.
1: (laughs) I remember, you know, coming off the mission field, you know, we had been going in and out of the former Yugoslavia. Right. And we heard some pretty atrocious stories. Uh Uh-huh. And both of us were burdened. You know, that it was a season when um, rape was a war crime used on all sides in the former Yugoslavia. Yeah. And... Horrible. The, hearing the stories. Horrible. And the burden of not being able to help or fix it. Yeah. Feeling the lack of authority. And I remember um, you saying, it feels like when I preach, the words fall off my tongue and land to the ground. It's not penetrating. It's not doing anything. Absolutely. And it... it It was just hard. And, um, but getting to the house of prayer, you know, we were there before it started, but I felt for the first time the satisfaction of I could lay those burdens at the feet of Jesus Uh in prayer. Mm -hmm. And I knew He could fix it. Yes. And that changed everything. And then I could stop plugging my ears to the burdens I saw. And I could hear them and bring them to the feet of Jesus and lay them there and have rest knowing he cared about that more than I cared about it. And for the first time, I saw those burdens as his burdens that he put on me because he wanted me to partner with him in it. And so I felt that satisfaction of unpacking the burden of the little girl who had been, you know, abused, uh, and even having been in India and seeing the red light district and little girls held in cages and and just the things we had seen that in some ways traumatized my soul, that I couldn't fix it, but it needed to be fixed. Uh And to come to him with those sayings, laying it at his feet, was like rest. Mm. And, and, okay, he's going to do something about that. Yeah. And I remember one particular prayer meeting, I'm just pouring out my heart about the red light district in Mumbai. And, and I had prayed, God, you are able to take a prostitute and turn her into a pastor. You're able to do that. You're able to wash her whiter than snow. You're able to make her say, I am clean in him, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just like, yes, this is, it, I felt hope in it. He could do the impossible. And two days later, this guy comes up to me and he says, hey, there's a movement. In
0: Kansas City? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because he heard this prayer and then he sees this article two days later. He goes, look at this. And he shows me this article where, where prostitutes had been rehabilitated and were becoming pastors over small groups. Wow! And he goes, "Did you know that?" And I'm like, "I didn't know that."
0: Wow! And
1: that was like exciting.
0: Absolutely. Not
1: just could I unpack my heart, but it actually produced fruit. Now I'm not saying I did that. I mean, God and His no, kindness he I, shares but, that with everyone. But I also
0: want to say, you absolutely were invited into a process yes. that was on the heart of God.
1: Yes. So there's communing prayer, and then there's the prayer that shifts things, yes. that brings justice to the earth, that's according with God's heart and his ways, which is so fun and exciting to see manifest with your own eyes, Amen. to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, Amen. you know, as Psalm 27 says. Amen. So that was just a, you know, we're just kind of verbally processing prayer.
0: But I think... That's a nugget that took me totally off my train of thought. So, can we go back to my train of thought?
1: Yeah, go ahead, babe.
0: Well, I think it's um, our definition of prayer. Yeah, needs to be uh, understood, mm-hmm. and then the practical application of it. Yeah, good. And I think that that you know, I, I sometimes in the church we so dumb things down because and we just make them cool. But I I want to. Break it down and say that in the teaching of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, um, this message, it's called Sermon on the Mount, it is, it is for every believer.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it's Christianity 101. It is the the place that I go to warn, learn to walk out his commandments. Yeah. And so um, at the heart of it, in, in verse 5, Jesus talks on prayer. And this is where we have the famous secret room, secret life, go to my closet um, idea. And so this is meant to be the life of a believer, yeah. is to have a private yeah. conversation with the Father. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw in the regular on a regular basis, yeah. because in the context of, of where Jesus was teaching this, prayer was a part of the life of a Jewish Yeah uh, Jewish individual, was normative to them, but it was more, I'm going to use the word cultural uh-huh. and Jesus is actually in here. He's confronting the culture and he's calling that hypocritical. Right. And then he's giving us an invitation of, for everyone of why.
1: Right. And
0: this was radical. Yeah. He's challenging them. And this was mm-hmm. radical in what he, what he, what he, what he brought to the table. But in that context, this is the thing that so provokes me. He says, um, in verse, let me see it here. So if you want to go there and just even read through it. Um, Your father who sees in secret will reward you openly in verse six. Mm-hmm. And so that is the fruit of prayer yeah. that I was talking about. In my 20s, I don't believe I entered into the fruit of prayer. And that fruit of prayer is open reward. Yeah, And you can say it 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the power of it is a is a life of conversation that I'm gonna using our title is essential. It will be seen in every area of your life. Yeah, yeah. In your own personal peace, in your own personal posture of grace in your own life. Yeah. Being at, at peace with God, help. Um, it, prayer will help you be at peace with others. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have life, communion, richness, depth mm-hmm. in your personal life. Yeah. In your conversation with the Father, but more than that, I believe it'll—you'll t- have. I'm not saying have a life of prayer equals success in every area, right? But you will find wisdom to navigate, and I truly believe favor comes, yeah, to those that have this life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the grace to pray, yeah, and it's—it's it's favor in all things that open reward. So I yeah. think it's, um, revelation understanding. Oh my gosh, the Bible makes sense. Yeah. You get that open heaven over your life, that's mm-hmm. revelation. Mm-hmm. But then in favor in in your career, favor yeah. in your positioning and moving up and down the ladder mm-hmm. I think in all seasons.
1: Yeah, like Daniel.
0: Gosh, I we could talk for Daniel. We've been talking with Daniel with our with our team here, but there's so much uh-huh. that that I believe conversations with God. Privately and corporately are meant to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And and so in in walking that out, so then it's necessary. It's right. it's it's in. I mean, there's several verses, but just so for the sake of time, we won't go into them. But I just wanted to highlight um, Matthew six as is essential. Um, so let's talk about practice. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, because. When you when you don't have the practice, you feel the weight, but you don't know how to walk it out. How sure. do how do I pray? Why do I pray? Yeah. So we've hit a little bit of why, but how? Uh-huh. And um, you you were sharing with our, in our, in the our Bible study the other night. Just pray without ceasing. Break mm-hmm. that down. What does that mean mm-hmm. to you? And how do you do it?
1: Yeah, prayer without ceasing. I mean, that's that's pretty heavy.
0: It's a big phrase, and
1: <laughs> and you're like ha ah, and that that feels like the end goal and and we have a religious idea of what that is and you know we're we're disconnected from the world and we're always in prayer and
0: right and, and right. it's
1: it's just so airy fairy non-tangible yes where to me prayer without ceasing begins when you just believe having conversation with god matters and that motivates me to keep talking to him And so, if we define prayer as talking, talk. I like to talk, and
0: well, ain't that uh
1: huh? So, and I, if I like to talk, and I believe God likes my voice, yeah. and wants to hear me talk, yeah. I'm going to talk more.
0: right? Absolutely. And then you
1: call that prayer. Yeah. So it's a conversation that gets started that doesn't stop. right? And so maybe it begins on my knees beside my bed, but then it goes on as I'm pouring my coffee. Yeah. And then it goes on as I'm throwing on my clothes, as I'm brushing my teeth, as I'm getting in my car and heading to work, we're still talking, yes. i.e., we're still praying. Yes, And then this... Beautiful conversation just continues. There's not a, okay, I'll get back to you on that. It just happens throughout the day. Yeah. And so all day long in my mind, I'm talking with them. I may be talking with you, but I'm still talking with him. And so it, it doesn't end. And knowing that that actually matters, yes. those 30-second prayers, those five-second prayers, and then those times where... You have the pause, oh, wow, I want to go, I want to talk a little bit more on this. I want everything stop, I'm going in, I'm going in deep, and we're going to have this conversation. And then you go back into, you know, making dinner or taking out the garbage or studying for a test. You're just doing that so naturally, and I believe that becomes prayer without ceasing. Without a stop, With it started and it didn't stop. And it's just a continual conversation that anyone can do any place. And that motivates me to continue talking to him.
0: I mean, when as you're talking, I'm, I'm just thinking about my application of that and how I walked it out. I think in my early years, my, my time alone with my thoughts, yeah. it was a lot about my life.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great.
0: I mean, it's, it's normal. So yeah. my relationships, my school,
1: yeah.
0: my, what am I going to do with life, my concerns of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I, I really believe probably that it was in my early 30s yeah. where, where I had some revelations of God that I would say that I began to shift in praying without ceasing, yeah. where it was no longer my time alone in my car or in my shower, where I was consumed with thought, it began to be more of a conversation communing. And this is where I would say communing. Yes. Um, And so I'm just thinking of my practical walking that out. I think that as one aspect of it was where my understanding of, of the truths of God grew. Yeah. My communing, my pray without ceasing probably grew. Yes. And I can't, Excuse me. It wasn't something I planned. Right. It wasn't something I went after. Grew into it. But I grew. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. No,
1: that's good. And I think another podcast we'll do is biblical prayers. Like.
0: Yeah, probably not. But it's okay.
1: (laughs) I think we'll do that. We'll we'll break (laughs) them down because those become so practical. Uh huh. And even in my learning to commune with the Lord, you know, I would take a a passage of scripture, even a a a sentence of scripture, like Psalm 139, oh Lord, you've searched me and you've known me. So I would just take that and I'm doing the dishes and I would say, oh Lord, you have searched me. (gasps) Whoa, he searched me. He didn't delegate it. He didn't give that assignment to someone else. And I imagine God, who's the leader of the nations of the earth, he's busy. He's got stuff to do, but he took the time to search me. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I feel valued because God is searching me. Yeah. He didn't give it to someone else, oh Lord, you have searched me. Now it it eliminates my feeling of feeling isolated and unknown. I've been searched by God. Yeah. And then He knows me. Who else knows me? Not many people, but God knows me. Amen. And so it becomes just practical mm-hmm. and it began to rewrite my identity. To get the word in me and to pray, to pray, the word over myself and back to Him, just kind of made it richer to me.
0: Well, I think, um, yeah, I think it'd be amazing to do a a podcast on that. Thanks, Um, Dwayne. But I think going from just going jumping off that, going from communing prayer, Mm -hmm. then also I believe in time focused prayer. Yeah, yeah. So you've, and this is where I believe Matthew. Matthew chapter six, going to my closet. Yes. So um, let me break down, first of all, what I believe that means in yeah. regards to a prayer room. Sure. Because you and I have been in a prayer room for the last 20, 21 years. Yeah. And so how I've viewed that is mm-hmm. going, what does it mean to go to my closet? Because mm-hmm. um, when you read that, it really touches on motivation. Right. And that's where he's challenging the hypocrite. Yeah. So I don't believe me sitting in a public room Annuls what's happening there. Right. Because it's why am I in that public right, room? Right. I'm not there to be seen by men. I'm actually there to connect with God. Yes. So I have taken that. I love our, um, we're renting this other house now. I love it. I got a little office space. I put yeah. on my headphones. So I love my space right now yeah. where this is my closet. Yeah. But I also have my closet in our prayer room here yeah. in Denver. And so both of those work for me. But I believe. The, the communing prayer yeah. that dialoguing with the Lord in my space of free time in my head but I also believe in the focus prayer yes absolutely time focus prayer yes. where that's where I commune with the Lord uh-huh. in a in a different way and I believe that's where we talk about praying the scriptures yes, yes. Like, and I think it'd be fun to do a podcast yeah. on that in the future to give real practice what do I do in a time of, yeah. of, of focused prayer yes. yes but I don't but and this is where an example to me that actually one of a, one of our elders in our church here, Kathy Schuster, highlighted in our conversation last week is it said that Daniel was a man of excellence. So yeah. Daniel, the prophet was a for in our term today, a, 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 you know, a politician. a politician. And in the context that had to be a very busy life. Yeah. But he had a high value. On prayer, and he understood this is my power base, this is my foundation, this is where I get my life, and so a man of excellence—that's what it said over him. Yet he prayed three times a day, right? And so I, I, I believe that once you grow in your uh, understanding of why you pray and a little bit of how you pray, you
1: prioritize it. You
0: absolutely—that's my point. You, it becomes that is essential in my weekly's calendar.
1: Right. Cuz it's it's not like Daniel wasn't busy. Exactly. Cuz often it's like, well, I'm not in full-time ministry, I can't do this. I'm like, neither was Daniel. Yes. And he 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 got some pretty heavy hitters to show up to him, right? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean
0: in regards to encounters, angelic encounters.
1: Yeah. I mean, a politician.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. And he gets he gets a Gabriel
1: to yeah, come visit. That's kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah.
0: And so I think that um you know, I want to just highlight that in your life, um, you you live differently than your 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 friend, your coworker that does not believe in Christ. Right. Your priorities are are actually pretty radically opposed to each other.
1: Right. It's true.
0: And then how you govern your life has to be rooted in a in the Bible. Yeah. In the biblical wisdom that has guided the church history. Yes. Yes. And the wisdom says, you know. Daily, I'm going to throw the word daily, but is daily conversations, focused conversations with God is the way forward. Yes. That will lead you into righteousness and peace. Yes. And I want to emphasize peace in the midst of turmoil on the uh-huh. earth right now. And so that is necessary guidance and understanding. So I want to say, as we can kind of wrap things up here cuz you're getting a little boring, Jen. So,
1: <laughs> you're dominating the whole conversation. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, you
0: guys, I just got to say this. I love my wife more than anything else in any individual on the earth. Thanks, honey. And it's would you use the word abuse?
1: We, we banter. We banter. We love to banter and tease. And, and
0: it just, oh, I love it. It's I know. Just our, it's it, our language. It's, so
1: I feel loved every time you tease me. And it's so, our way. So it's no one our has way. to be us. Yeah. But this is But our. also
0: don't think, oh, my gosh, they hate each other. No, it's we not love each it's each other. It's not the truth. You want to make out on camera or no? That's inappropriate. Okay. Okay. Um, But I think just really wanting to highlight that personal prayer, is, is also essential to yes. my life. Yes. And that if you will prioritize it, you will walk out the promises yes. that are given. And do not be deceived. The promises does not mean success and peace and everything. Uh-huh. It doesn't. Because uh-huh. it, the, actually in some ways to me, the more you're committed to God, the more the journey could be challenging. Sure, But life with God and the word of God, you'll come out a beautiful believer that has been refined by a fire that will be on fire in your inner man, mm-hmm. and you will have eternal garments that will speak of your love and devotion for God for eternity.
1: That's pretty good. And
0: that's what we're reaching for. Yes, that's what we're aiming for is that. And so um hope you've enjoyed our, our conversations. They are essential, and prayer will never be... That our Antip-
1: conversations are essential? With God. Okay. I thought you meant like you're elevating our <laughs> podcast up to essential. Um, we're an essential worker.
0: We're an essential worker. No, conversations with God, yes. i.e. a life of prayer, it is essential yes. and it will never be antiquated. No. It is the way a believer moves forward yes. and prospers, and I use that word, prospers in their inner life with yes. God and then walks out their assignment with yes. the Lord. It's essential.
1: Yes. Amen, Dwayne.
0: Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. And, and um, you know, we are just doing this as a little side project right now. Um, it's just something that um, friends of ours helped us out, kind of get this equipment. And and so we're just kind of moving forward. But if it's ministering to you, help us by just sharing it with other people. Let people know, hey, this is you're enjoying this, blah, blah, blah.
1: We're, are we supposed to do the click, su- subscribe here, that whole bit?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do that. Hey, subscribe. <laughs> um and then you also gotta hit the button the bell. Hit the bell. I don't even know. That what is on about. YouTube. But hey, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. And catch us next week. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye.